Hey, what's up? It's Ewan with you, host of Ewan's Podcast. Thanks for joining me. A big shout out if you're in uh, America or the UK, you make up around 10% of my listening audience. So, look, it's not a massive listening audience, can I just say, but it's made bigger thanks to you. So, thanks for joining me. Don't forget, you can uh, hit that follow button. It really helps me out. So, if you do that, that would be awesome. All right, let's get into it. We are talking about comedians and cancel culture. It's like, oh. No, that upsets me. It's woke. I'm losing it. It is the world we live in uh, right now, cancel culture, and it pretty much just is whereby we ostracize, boycott, shun uh, some people giving certain opinions about sensitive topics. Now, particularly the world of a comedian. Different to an actor, a lot more difficult to navigate, I think, the era we live in, this woke society, uh, because a comedian makes their living off observation, their own observation, and sharing that experience with like-minded people or people who can have some sort of understanding. But celebrities, and particularly actors, their job is to literally act as somebody else. So when they say their opinion, I think it's a different experience compared to the comedian who literally has to make a living off it. An interesting opinion is explored by the American actor and comedian Tiffany Haddish. She says that comedians or jesters back in the day, through history in medieval times, were supposed to tell what's going on in the kingdom and make it funny. But if the king didn't like what they had to say, they could be locked up or killed, beheaded, ostracized, excommunicated. And so she believes that the comedian over the course of history has been the needle mover, the one to point out the downfalls of society, and yet the one that not necessarily is liked by everyone. And though I don't necessarily think uh, it's appropriate to generalize the age of, well, jesters in medieval time and knights and kings, uh, with the experience of a comedian these days, it does make you think about the pressure to make a new, interesting and funny observation of the world, present it to somebody, and then hope you don't cross the line. Because if you do cross the line, no, you're not going to get beheaded. But on social media, you, you're going to be held accountable. Off with his head! A guy called Cliff Nesteroff, he's an American comedic historian, and he talks a little bit about cancel culture, the digital age that we live in, uh, and, well, being a comedian. He says that it's actually an illusion uh, that there's more irrational and angry people than previous generations. The main difference is that on social media, Comedy lasts for a lifetime. It isn't just one show and to a smaller population of people. It is one skit put online once and then has the potential to be up there and for the entire world to see it. Of course, I hear you say, well, what's the problem? A comedian doesn't have to make as crude a joke or rude a joke or inappropriate joke. Doesn't have to have the potential to be cancelled to still go viral because of this digital age we live in. And that is true by theory, but the reality is, is that there are so many more people because of social media, because of the age we live in now, that identify as comedians. Literally, I could just go through social media and so many people, including myself, mind you, put up really, really <laughs> average gags, uh, which, by the way, you and underscore Burns is where you can check them out. That's a uh, plug. And say they're comedic. And so it's actually a lot harder for a comedian, or for the very least, it is still very hard for a comedian to get their name out there without offering something unique, without offering something advantageous, different, uh, perhaps something a little bit more edgy. And so we're back to square one, aren't we, as a comedian? You know, just because you've got this incredible tool to get your name out there, well, unfortunately, uh, that is hindered by a pollution of people also doing the very thing that you're trying to do as well, be funny. 
And not to mention, you have this algorithm that actually makes you more likely to go viral or to be spreadable uh, if, in fact, people comment or they react to famous. So the great irony about all of this is that social media inflates people with opinions because they're more controversial. They gather more reactions from random people. And because of those reactions, they go more viral. But at the same time, the very platform that endorses these comedians is the one that can say at the end of the day, sorry, you're cancelled. There's a lot of irony. In fact, I'm sure there's a very funny comedic bit in all What's of this. What's the deal with social media? Personally, I think it's really important for comedians to be held accountable by society. I think that's just something that has to be the case. And it is the case and it always will be the case. Because if you don't, then uh, that could stir a lot of uh, negative uh, messaging to communities that might start small, but then kind of... I'm not saying doctrinated, but can be influenced uh, to act reckless or deconstructive to a society. But at the same time, there is something really valuable in people sharing their opinions, in having freedom of speech, in cultivating communities of people uh, like-minded and similar in values. So I hate to be on the fence of this, but it's not so simple. Is it? Thank you very much for listening, Ewan's Podcast. If you like what you heard or you thought it was engaging or heck, you just made it to the end, would you chuck me a follow? A quick follow goes such a long way. Uh, Help me out. And, uh, well, till the next time, have a fantastic weekend. Uh, We'll be back Monday. Talk soon. Bye.